Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on an intensive care unit in the first year of my career. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is the Nursing Co-op. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Nursing Co-op. It is very fun to say those words. At the same time, I'm extremely terrified. So this is like take, I don't know, 35. (laughs) I am definitely a perfectionist, as you'll get to know. And so I struggle with recording all of this and not having it be perfect. So at this point, I've just decided to go with it and just dive right in. That's basically what nursing is anyway, if we're going to be honest. So in this first episode, I want to accomplish two things. So first, I want to tell you about who I am, so you get to know a little bit about me and who is on the other end of this thing. Second, I want to tell you about why I wanted to start this podcast in the first place. So as I say in the intro, my name is Ashley. I'm 28 years old. And I live in Tucson, Arizona with my fiance, Daniel, and our two dogs. I have a golden retriever and a Rottweiler shepherd. They're very giant dogs, and I love them dearly. They also never leave my feet. So they'll be with us throughout this journey as well, in every episode, for sure. Outside of nursing, I enjoy various things. A lot of them involve staying active. That's one of my favorite things to do. So I love weightlifting. I enjoy running. Sometimes I hate it. Um, We love to cook and try new restaurants, which luckily here in town, there are so many of them. We have some amazing restaurants in Tucson. And outside of that, we love to travel. That is a newfound love for me. And it has been very hard to be cooped up in the house, unable to travel. So we have some big plans for the end of the year. I'm hoping that we'll be able to accomplish them with everything going on. I spent the first 24 years of my life growing up in southern New Hampshire, about 45 minutes outside of Boston, small town called Hudson, New Hampshire. Most people don't know it. That's also where I studied my undergrad. Um, I studied psychology originally, and I minored in biology. So I, in my first year, I took anatomy and physiology for fun, because I've always been fascinated by science and the human body. So I was like, well, I'll just take it. Why not? And I was surrounded by nursing students in that class, because my school um, had just started their nursing program. I hadn't even thought about nursing at this point. But I loved that class. I fell in love with the process and how he applied it to the nursing students. And for the first time, I thought, well, I maybe I could be a nurse. Um, and that kind of started my, my interest in the subject. Unfortunately, because the program was so new, it had like a three to five year wait list. 
And so I made the decision to just continue the route that I was going and kind of see where life took me. In the back of my mind, I kind of always thought, well, maybe I can go back later if if this doesn't work out. Because I am, I still am very passionate about psychology. I think it's an important component of healthcare, to be honest, too, um, and often neglected one. That's a whole other topic for another episode, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still have a love for psychology, the brain, and behavior. So I graduated in 2014 um, with my degree, and after that I started taking various jobs, none of them having to do with psychology, of course, like who takes a job in their actual field. <laughs> um, so I had a few odd jobs, and then I started a job in biomedical manufacturing. So I actually made cardiovascular catheters, which at the time I had no idea what the things did. I just spliced and did like fiber optics. I don't even know how I did it, but I learned all of that and had no idea what these machines were that I was making. It's funny now looking back just because working in the ICU, I have plenty of patients who have to go to the cath lab and now I get to see, oh my gosh, these are the things that I was making, you know, eight years ago. I don't even know how long now. So I started this job in biomedical manufacturing. I worked there for probably about two years or so, until my sister, who lived in Tucson at the time, um, she was working in a job in biomedical research and cancer diagnostics and thought, hey, you know, you don't really have a lot of things tying you to New Hampshire. This could be a great job for you. Um, And she put in a good word for me. I applied and I got an interview. And funnily enough, that flight for that interview was the first time I was ever on a plane. So at 24 years old, I got on a plane for the first time, and I loved it. And there's the bug. That's what started it. So I went for my interview, got the job. The other joke in all of this is that the person who interviewed me, one of them, is my now fiancé. <laughs> but that's not why I got the job. I promise you I was qualified, and I earned the job. Um, but we joke about that often. So I got the job, and within a couple months, I actually moved across the country to Tucson, and fell in love with the city. I started my job in biomedical research, and I learned a great deal. I had a contract for about a year and learned a lot about research and things that I never learned in school because, I mean, I have a psychology degree. I still don't really know why I got the job in the first place, um, but it worked out in my favor. After that year, my contract was running out, and I kind of reflected and realized that that I wasn't passionate about that job. It was missing a huge component for me, which is direct human interaction and seeing a direct impact. You know, we we worked kind of behind the scenes, and we did really important work, but you don't get to see the end result and how it helps people. And so I decided to pursue a job in my field. Um, So I started in behavioral health. I worked with children from ages 8 to 17 with major behavioral health issues that were bouncing them around from hospital to hospital or keeping them out of their homes or bouncing around in the foster care system. So they came to live with us for about 30 days in this facility, and we worked on... um, 
first observation and behavioral assessments. We also, throughout that time, were dealing with de-escalation and crisis intervention. So I learned a ton of skills with that, for sure. And at the end, we created a behavioral assessment and a behavioral intervention plan that we then taught to the adults in that child's life so that they could hopefully curb some of these behaviors, help them grow and get through their you know, issues and their mental health struggles, and hopefully reduce some of those problematic behaviors so that they could function in society and grow as a normal child. That's the goal, at least, which is a difficult thing to, to achieve for sure. It was an extremely rewarding job, but also extremely draining, as nursing can be as well. So I think it properly trained me for what I was in for. Unfortunately, as many of you probably know, um, mental health is not a priority in this country, and therefore it is not properly funded. The people that I worked with were some of the most passionate, empathetic, incredible people that I've ever worked with. And they worked extremely hard and did not get the proper appreciation or financial compensation for the job that they do, which leads to a ton of burnout in the field of behavioral health for sure, and ultimately kind of pushed me to seek out other opportunities as well. So nursing had always been in the back of my mind anyway. So as I was in this job, I continued to grow in that job. But in the background, I was starting to research opportunities in in Tucson, in the city that I was in, for me to go back to nursing school and pursue that passion. So in this, I found the University of Arizona's MEPIN program, the master's entry into the profession of nursing. Um, So it is a program that's designed for people who have a degree in something else um, so that they can go back to school, complete a nursing degree in a more rapid manner and end with a master's degree. And I will tell you, getting into that program was not an easy task, but completing the program was a whole other animal. And I'm sure all of you who went through nursing school remember nursing school is a whole other animal. It's so different than any other degree. Um, Those exams are the worst things in the world. And I'm so glad to be done with that phase for sure. But I got through that program. Um, It was 15 months, very rapid, zero breaks. Um, I got through that program. And I made a ton of connections while I was in my clinicals. So we had a lot of clinical experience in that program, which I'm extraordinarily grateful for. So my last couple semesters, I got to experience the the ICU at our hospital here in town, one of them. And I finally found the area that I felt like I fit into. So up until that point, I really, I had no idea where I wanted to go. Based on my experience in behavioral health, I thought maybe pediatrics, but that wasn't the right fit for me. I thought maybe um, working on the like a med surge floor, but I didn't find anything that I liked with that. And I felt a little bit out of place there. And so when we started in the ICU, I just something in that clicked for me. And I felt it just felt right. And I think part of that was the team that I got to work with in my clinicals and got to, you know, I got to know a lot of the doctors, the management, 
And they just worked so cohesively that I think it just really attracted me to that unit and the work in general. So in the ICU, I love that the nurses have a certain level of autonomy. Very terrifying as a new grad, but I appreciate it for my future (laughs) that I have a certain level of autonomy. Um, I get to interact with the doctors and actually give them my opinions, and they, a lot of them really value nurses' feedback. I love that I get to, you know, use a ton of critical thinking. Again, very terrifying as a new grad, but you use so much critical thinking. You have to think through so many things, and there's so many little pieces that go into critical care. And this is true for all of nursing, but I just feel like in the ICU, my days fly. You know, 12 hours never went by so fast. So I finally found where I wanted to go and through a lot of clawing and talking to people, bothering people, never leaving anyone alone, they decided to give me an interview and I was able to to get my job in the ICU um, in Tucson. And I started, let's see, October of last year, at the end of October. So I've been at it for about eight months now. So I am, I am new to this, for sure. The experience of my first few months, especially, um, of nursing is, is part of what segues into why I want to start this podcast in the first place. So unfortunately, when you start in nursing, um, I think so much of the feedback that you receive, if you try and look it up, like, what, do, what should I expect um, as a new nurse? And you know, how can I prepare and all of that? I'm a prepper. So I definitely looked through all the things that I could on YouTube or Googling, whatever it was. And so many things that I saw were just like, you're going to hate the first six months, you're gonna be miserable, you're gonna cry all the time. It's gonna be so stressful. You're gonna make this, this, this mistake. Um, You know, nurses eat their young, you hear all these things that are so intimidating, and so negative. And all that does to me is it just sets you up to, f- to go into nursing and look for those negative things. You know, it's a, it's a self-confirming bias. You think that it's going to be terrible. And so you find all of this evidence for why it's terrible. And I think that ended up being part of my experience in the beginning. Now, it was, it was that negative feedback that I got. And also just being a perfectionist as I am, I struggled with making mistakes, which I promise you will do when you're new, and that's part of learning. I think that's what you have to remember, um, is you're going to make mistakes, and every single mistake that you make is an opportunity to learn. We'll get into all of that, but that's that's a big chunk of why I wanted to start this podcast, because that's what I felt. That's the climate that I entered into, and I didn't feel like I had a lot of support. I didn't feel like I had a lot of resources once I graduated. And once I started my job, you know, I was one, I was the only new grad starting in the ICU. And so I didn't even have another person with me that I could say, is this normal? Is this what you're experiencing? And I'm sure some of you, if you're just starting out, or even if you are going to start soon, you have these same anxieties. And there aren't a ton of resources by new nurses, for new nurses. And I think that's, we forget. Once you get seasoned as a nurse, you forget what it was like to be new. So that's why I wanted to be here with you and start this so that you know that you're not alone. And what you're experiencing is probably so normal. And I want to show you 
the positive pieces of becoming a nurse because you're going to hear all the things about why it's hard and why it's stressful, and it is, but it's also really powerful and really impactful. So that's, that's my big goal. I want to create a place where nurses are supportive of each other, know that I am supporting you, whatever part of your nursing journey you're in. It, we need unity in this. We need to be in this together. We can't have any more of this nurses eat their young or new grads don't belong here or there. You know, you you don't belong with us. You're not part of this team, whatever, whatever attitudes you might face. We need to change that culture. And the only way to change that culture is for us to have this conversation and for us to change it now. As we become seasoned nurses, we can change the culture. So I want to change the culture. I want to create a place where you feel supported and where we can support each other and talk about what's normal. I want to make a place where things are positive. You know, there's so much negativity. Let's let's talk about why it's good. A, A question that I asked as a new grad that I encourage you to ask if you keep hearing you know, about how terrible it's going to be your first three months or whatever they say is what was good? Like I asked one of my preceptors, what was your favorite part of being new? What was the best part? I hear all the negative. Tell me something good. And so then I'd hear, oh, I made this connection with this patient and they made a huge impact on my life. I want to hear those stories. So that's what we're going to share here. I also, I'm learning a ton as I go. I'm eight months in and I learn so much every single day. So if I'm already going to be learning some of this content, I want to share it with you. From my level, I'm, you know, I'm not, I am not an expert. Please don't think that I am. But I'm already doing all this research. I'm already trying to learn all this myself. So why not share it with you? That's my goal as well. And then the other aspect of this is in nursing, it is so easy to neglect your own health as you're caring for others. We worry so much about other people. That's why a lot of us come into nursing. That's the type of people that we are. We worry about everyone else before we worry about ourselves. And unfortunately, I think that leads to so many health issues for nurses. We hurt our backs. You know, we don't eat right. We're just chugging caffeine all day long or all night long in my case. We don't sleep enough. There's so many things that we don't do to care for ourselves. So the other topic I want to talk about here is self-care and health for nurses. You know, we talk about it in nursing school, but at the time you're so focused on learning the content that self-care goes out the window. So I want to bring our attention back to ourselves so that we can take care of ourselves as we're taking care of others. Okay, so that's a little bit about me and a little bit about why I wanted to start this podcast. So I know that was a lot to cover in 20 minutes. Um, Moving forward, I plan to release weekly episodes and start to bring in some guests to give you even more value and answer some of your specific questions. I have nurses from different floors and different units and other experts that will help us in this journey. In the next few episodes, we are going to talk about things like recovering after you make a mistake, being a new nurse in the world of COVID, general tips for new nurses, and things like being new in the ICU, if that's an area that interests you. So I have a ton of different ideas, but I want to know what you're interested in. I want to know what things you're struggling with, what topics that you have more questions about, or 
specific questions that you have for experienced nurses, for example. I want to bring in guests. I want to answer those questions, do the research for you, and make, I'm hoping to make life a little bit easier for you in this journey. I want to be your resource. So let me know your thoughts, message me or comment below, and let's start to build a community together. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to our first episode. I know that things were a little all over the place, but we're going to get it down each and every week. So until then, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at the nursing co-op so I can thank you personally. That way, we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.